Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, certified sleep expert and functional health coach, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. This is the Sleep Detective Podcast, and I'm going to show you how to sleep well so you can enjoy your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Sleep Detective Podcast, where good health, sleep, and longevity are inevitable. Today, I'm excited to talk about the six common causes of insomnia for men in particular. I do want to start out with a testimonial from my client, Kurt. He wrote just a couple months into the program, I am doing well and I am happy with my improvement in sleep. I have not hit a consistent sleep pattern yet, but I am not having sleepless nights, and that is a big improvement for me. Furthermore, I feel I have a much better understanding of my barriers to sleep thanks to my coach and test results. I just want to point out that this is, first of all, a couple months into the program. He's already noticed some improvement, and also that everyone is coming to us with different goals. So... Some people like him are going nights without sleeping at all. So not having that anymore is a huge improvement. Other people might be on the other end of the spectrum like I was, where I was still getting six or seven hours of sleep a night, but it was not enough for me. I was used to getting eight and a half. And so I was not feeling rested. I was exhausted. And so some people might say, oh, that's not true insomnia. There's definitely a spectrum when it comes to insomnia and sleep issues. And so this is why I always ask on, you know, when I first speak to people on the consultation, what are your goals? Some people who aren't sleeping at all want to be sleeping two to three hours a night to start. Other people, they're, they might be sleeping three to four hours and they want to get up to six or seven. Other people like me might still be getting six to seven hours of sleep and they want to be sleeping eight to eight and a half hours of sleep. So it's different for everyone and depends on where you're starting from, where you're coming from, as to what your actual goals are. So I just want you to know that we can help you wherever you are on that spectrum, even if you're having sleepless nights, which I can't imagine, or if you are getting, you know, seven hours of sleep, which is the recommended minimum, but that's not enough for you. You still aren't feeling rested. It's affecting your, you know, focus and concentration and memory, and it's affecting your day-to-day life. Or you just know that you need more sleep and you care about your health and about living a long and healthy life. And so that's the motivation for a lot of our clients as well. So to get into the topic of this week's episode, I've worked with dozens of male clients. About um, half of our clients are men. We love working with men. And I've noticed that many of them have similar imbalances that are affecting their sleep. And so even though most of the men I work with are really health conscious, they're eating healthy, they're exercising, they're taking supplements, they're doing a lot of research about health and sleep, their bodies aren't totally healthy or else they would be sleeping normally. And so, so many people in general who I work with, they're guessing at all these different supplements. Or they might be even, you know, trying to biohack and take different supplements. And all of those things are general recommendations. 
So the value of testing is actually knowing what's going on in your body, knowing what your body needs. Some people do need melatonin and that's going to help. Now, it's not going to be the magic thing that helps because if you aren't sleeping, your body's more out of balance than just needing melatonin. But other people have plenty of melatonin. That's not the reason they aren't sleeping. Same, some people need magnesium, others don't. So that's why all these general sleep supplements aren't helping for so many people. So let's get into these common causes. Now, the first thing I have noticed is that they have been stressed and overworked at some point in their life. It's either in the past, like in their 20s and 30s, or it's currently or in the recent past. You know, things like going to graduate school or law school or starting a business at a young age and working, you know, kind of around the clock. We can tolerate that when we're in our 20s and maybe even our 30s and actually use that stress and that cortisol production to perform. But over time, the body starts breaking down. It starts not being able to keep up with making enough cortisol to deal with all the stress. And then as we get older, we tend to go through some life challenges, right? You might go through a divorce. You might have children, which is wonderful, but can also be stressful, especially if they don't sleep well. You might have a really demanding job or business. And so whether it's in the past or more current, almost all the men that we've worked with, they've gone through this really stressful period. And so their body started breaking down. And it's crazy how stress, even mental stress, affects your physical body over time. So stress damages the gut wall. It affects our ability to detox. It affects our sex hormones because when the body is constantly making cortisol to deal with stress, it takes those resources away from sex hormones. You know, I'm talking about cortisol here as well. So some men are having really high cortisol still, which means their body is still really strong and resilient and able to make enough cortisol to deal with all the stress that they're under. But we know that high cortisol affects sleep, especially if it's high at night. Now, some, some men we're working with have actually low cortisol. And this happens as, as we get older. And again, like the body can't continue making enough cortisol to deal with stress. So their cortisol actually becomes depleted over time. And even low cortisol can lead to sleep issues and affect blood sugar and hormone production and all kinds of things. Cortisol levels kind of depend on how old someone is, how long they've been dealing with stress, kind of where they are in their life and in their body's ability to handle stress. So that is a common thing that I see. So even if you don't feel like you're under a lot of stress now, if you know that 20 years ago you dealt with a lot of stress, your body probably deteriorated over that time and now it is affecting you. So the second common thing I see in men is actually hormone imbalance. Now, I know we think of women a lot when we talk about hormones, but I see lots of different hormone imbalances in our male clients. A common pattern I see that might be surprising is something called estrogen dominance. So this is when estrogen is higher than testosterone in men. And a lot of times I will see like, testosterone really depleted and estrogen really high. 
And so that can lead to all kinds of symptoms like low libido, headaches, brain fog, irritability, and sleep disturbances. Now, how do we get this estrogen dominance? So there are, are many ways, there are many causes, but it can be from phytoestrogen. So these are the estrogen of food, especially soy. Xenoestrogens are environmental estrogens. So these can be from personal care products like shampoo and soap and face wash. It can also be from BPA found in plastics and uh, aluminum cans like beer cans or even LaCroix, bubbly water, and pesticides. Now, an unhealthy gut can contribute to this, inflammation, any kind of toxins like heavy metals or mold. But the number one cause I see has to do with liver detox issues, which I will talk about next. But when we're talking about hormone imbalance, besides estrogen dominance, some of the things I see are low testosterone, low estrogen, and low progesterone. Now, we think of estrogen and progesterone as women's hormones, but men have them too. And when they become depleted, it can lead to things like insomnia, low libido, decreased muscle mass, aches and pains, even hot flashes. I'm amazed by how many men we work with who have hot flashes, which we also think of as a women's issue, especially in perimenopause and menopause. But it is common in men, and it's a sign of hormone imbalance. Even um, depression or anxiety can happen when these hormones are low, poor concentration and memory and fatigue. And so I already mentioned about how these hormones become depleted over time when the body's focusing on cortisol to deal with stress, and it takes those resources away from these sex hormones. Now, I use the Dutch test to look at hormone balance. So it is a dried urine hormone test. And it is going to look at sex hormones. It tends to be more accurate than blood work because it's, you you're taking five samples in 24 hours. So we're seeing an average of your hormones throughout the day instead of just the second in time. And it also really shows the balance of one hormone to another or in between each other, which is most important because you could get blood work done and estrogen is normal. And testosterone maybe is normal, but if estrogen is the high end of the range and testosterone is the low end of the range, then that's estrogen dominance. And so it's very easy to see this on the Dutch test. The Dutch test also shows how these hormones are being broken down in the body. So then we can see how different parts of liver detox are working. And this test is the one that also looks at cortisol and your cortisol pattern. So we can see how much cortisol your body's making? Is it still making a lot of cortisol to deal with stress or has it become depleted over time? And what's your pattern like? Is cortisol higher at bedtime or in the middle of the night than it is the rest of the day? Which it is for half of our clients and it totally explains why they aren't sleeping. All right, the third most common cause I see for men is liver detox issues. And this may be surprising, especially if you don't drink alcohol anymore or something like that. But the truth is, we are exposed to so many toxins. So if you aren't being careful about eating organic food, about using natural personal care and cleaning products, um, all kinds of things, then our liver becomes easily overburdened. Another thing that it has to deal with, which you might not even know is happening, is say you have a pathogen in your gut. 
Those pathogens release a lot of toxins that put this extra burden on your liver. If you have heavy metals that have built up, that is putting an extra burden on your liver. Liver detox is more about not drinking alcohol. Our livers can definitely become stressed over time, you know, if it's been exposed to all these toxins from these unknown places. And we can be genetically, you know, wired to have issues with methylation, which is part of liver detox. So, so this is something that I'm seeing in almost all of our male clients is that they need some liver support. And my approach to liver support is, first of all, let's find out where these toxins are coming from and lower them as much as possible. And then also support your body, support those detoxification pathways with supplements, with certain habits um, that can help. And we test for to see how the liver is working using the Dutch test, first of all. Like I said, it shows how your hormones are being broken down so we can see um, how like methylation and sulfation and other parts of liver detox are working. The GI map, which is a gut health test, also has a measure a, or a marker for glucuronidation, which is another part of liver detox. So sometimes that is really elevated in our clients. And so it's going to need some support there. Now, the fourth thing I'm commonly seeing in men is an unhealthy gut. So I will tell you, none of our clients have a healthy gut. I don't think it's possible to have symptoms of any kind and have a perfectly healthy gut. Now, for some people, it's 90% of the problem. For other people, it's a lot less, but there's always something going on in the gut. So usually what I tend to see in men especially can be either like low good bacteria, and these bacteria are super important for making our neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine and even melatonin. So sometimes those are really depleted or we're seeing like an overgrowth of even the good bacteria. And this can happen if there's a lot of the bad bacteria overgrowth as well. And if someone's supplementing too much with probiotics. So this is why I so believe in testing instead of guessing because not everyone should take a probiotic. If you have too many of the good guys that's still causing inflammation and taking a probiotic is just adding more fire to that inflammation. So it's really important to test. And then another part of, of gut health has to do with pathogens. So things like that kind of bad bacterial overgrowth, like I talked about, H. pylori, I see in like 85% of our clients, which is a bacteria in the stomach that affects protein digestion and is the number one cause of ulcers, even parasites. So things like Giardia and Blastocystis hominis. I only see this in about a quarter of our clients, but parasites are really damaging to the gut over time. And all of these creatures are nocturnal. So it's the middle of the night that they are eating, excreting, they're releasing all these toxins which puts an extra burden on the liver. They also cause a lot of inflammation. And then the body releases cortisol because it's an anti-inflammatory hormone. But that's going to wake you up. So if you aren't sleeping, then you probably need some help with your gut and something is going on there. Now, the fifth most common thing I see has to do with blood sugar. I will tell you, this is even true for men who are a healthy weight who are exercising, who are eating pretty well. 
you know, you don't have to be overweight or obese to have blood sugar imbalances. In fact, they found that 30% of, of people at an ideal weight still have blood sugar imbalances. So this is definitely something to look into if you aren't sleeping. And it's actually kind of the low-hanging fruit. So we use assessment to see if someone might have blood sugar imbalance and make some recommendations, but it doesn't require an actual lab test like the other things I'm talking about. And you can really go and get an inexpensive glucometer from the drugstore for like $40 or $25 and start testing your blood sugar and go from there and see if that is an issue for you. But if you, you know, tend to get irritable and anxious and can't concentrate if you go too long before without eating, if you get tired after eating, that's like another step, meaning insulin resistance, where your body isn't responding to insulin well anymore, which is, you know, means you're on the way to developing diabetes. So that is definitely something that I see in a lot of my male clients, and they're really surprised, right? And, you know, this happens as we get older, too. Like, again, when we're young, our bodies can handle kind of eating crap food, eating too much sugar. It's able to balance blood sugar a lot easily. But the more we kind of abuse that and push it over time, it's not going to be able to regulate as well anymore. And when blood sugar drops too low, whether it's day or night, the body releases cortisol because cortisol literally puts glucose into the cells. It gives us energy. It raises blood sugar. So when that's happening at night, then that's obviously going to wake you up. And it's crazy. I have some of our clients track their blood sugar and we can see this extreme dip at like four in the morning, which is coinciding when they're waking up in the night and having a hard time going back to sleep. So we know that when blood sugar is dropping that low, that their body is releasing cortisol at that time as well. And it's waking them up. So the last, the six common cause of insomnia I see in men are low neurotransmitters. So almost none of our clients come back with a normal neurotransmitter test. The most common things I see are low serotonin and low GABA and low dopamine. So serotonin is super important for mood. Um, GABA is like our anti-anxiety neurotransmitter. Dopamine is like our pleasure and reward neurotransmitter. So a lot of times when these are low, people experience just kind of depression or lack of motivation or anxiety or kind of loss of pleasure and things or even addictive behaviors like over-exercising or, um, or drinking too much or even abusing drugs and things like that because your body's craving those things to try and boost those neurotransmitters. But all of those things just deplete them in the long term, even over-exercise. So, yeah, so that is definitely something that we want to be looking at as well. And I run a panel called the NeuroFocus panel that directly tests for those neurotransmitters so we can see what's going on. And some people have this genetic predisposition to, you know, they might need serotonin support forever because that's just how their genes are. And other people, it might be more temporary, temporary because their lifestyle has affected their genes. So that is definitely a factor as well. So those are the six most common things I'm seeing, especially in men. So if you are ready to get to the bottom of your insomnia so that you can sleep well, have energy, 
be able to focus, be productive and motivated, then we can help you. So you can find out more at thesleepdetective.com or if you are ready to solve this, then book a consultation with me and you can find that link in the show notes. Thanks everyone for listening and I will talk to you next week.